when you really just want to know what's really going on when you want to voice your opinion regardless of who feelings you hurt when you want to talk about and speak the things that you know everybody else is thinking and maybe they're just not bold or brave enough to say it well guess what when you enter the climax zone all filters are off I'm going to say what I feel like saying. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And if my tea happens to spill over on your doorstep, own it. Or not. You don't have to own it. Because nobody will know I'm talking about you unless you bark like the hit dog you are. <laughs> Welcome to the Climax Zone. Let's get down to the tea. Yes, people, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your girl, Miss Climax. And what I'm going to do today is, just a moment, because what I'm trying to do is wonder why my poor little um music is not acting right. But yes, y'all know how we do it. It's the Climax Zone. So if this is your first time joining, before we do everything we finna do, I need y'all to go. And like the Climax Zone on Facebook. I need y'all to go and like the Climax Zone YouTube. I need y'all to go and make sure that y'all follow all pages. I think I'm mute on here. But yeah, I need y'all to go and follow all pages. Subscribe to the YouTube so you'll never, ever, ever miss another one. <laughs> So today, I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give people some time to get back in here. I actually got my um hold on. Cause I got my co-host on here. Hey TT. Hey girl, hey. How you doing? Are you here? Are you here? I'm here. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. How you doing, girl? It's good. I'm good. How are you doing? Girl, I'm excited, and I'm not excited for me. I'm excited for you and the show tonight. So I'm so 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 excited. So never mind me. Uh, how you living today? How's Sunday treating you? Sunday is treating me great. Sunday is treating me great. I'm um, look, I'm dealing with an old, ugly, difficult over here. Okay. Okay, so you're muted. If you can hear me, then we can't hear Wait, you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, good. I had everything set up, and now I want to act all fucking. <laughs> Girl, listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. Look, the devil already know it's going to go down tonight, and so that's why your music ain't playing. That's why, you know, over there is doing that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Come through, sis. That is a kid. Yeah, that old, oh, that old music. Um, yeah, Because y'all got to know 
today is the day that everybody been waiting for. <laughs> today is the day that I've been popping my shit and tooting my little horns and talking all that shit, talking about y'all don't want to miss this because all y'all little newbies, you know, just getting off the tip or just getting off the simulator <laughs> and what's about to happen. This is my my era where we had the first Meganese. Let me tell you what I'm so excited about, sis. Them knees y'all got now, they, they refurbished. We had the original Meganese for this era. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to do this right here. Excuse me, Shani. Do you know where I can find some booty? <laughs> <laughs> But without further ado, I is such an honor. It's such an honor and a privilege to be able to invite these two legends to the climax zone. First time ever, y'all. Let's bring them in with a great um uh, welcome. Welcome. How's hey, it going? What it do? <laughs> milk money. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, Daddy Black? Tell him Mike Mike, milk motherfucking money. What's up, baby? <laughs> you no, know I'm talking about how how things going up there in the Ville, bro? It's good. It's good. You know, Duval is what it is, you know. Okay, okay. I, I'm down here in Orlando for a little bit. I tell mom I love her. Hey, I, I need you to go by the house and check out something for me, you know, when you get a chance this week, all right? That's what's up. That's what's up. You know what? Hey, y'all I don't know, know if they knew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know, but we are brothers. Like, like, like my mom had six children. I'm wow. the number three child. He's the number five child. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, Real life brothers. No wonder that connection. So yeah. Hard. That's what's up. Yeah. I know if y'all knew that. No, I'm talking about. I, you know, I heard him say it when I talked to him earlier, but at the same time, I took it in the sense like, hey, bro, hey, sis, you know, on one of those No, I didn't know. As far as like actual blood brothers, no, I didn't know. Yeah. No, no, we are, we are bro, blood brother, And our sister, Right, my mom had five boys and one girl, right? And my sister is the youngest. And I don't even know if she knows our name because she always referred to us as numbers. She called me number three. She called him number five. So if you ever <laughs> on our Facebook and you see a girl on there saying, hi, number three, that's my little sister. Wow. <laughs> That's what's That's up. Okay, I was only it was only I have I have a big sister and a half brother. And I don't even I don't call my sister nothing. I just know <laughs> that's, that's who she is. That's, that's my mama child. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having us on the podcast. You know, uh, when my home yes. like, hey, you know, this sister she wants to uh, interview guys. We like what's up? You know, hey, that's our homeboy. You know what I'm saying? So. That's 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 our brother from another mother, you know what I'm saying? So uh again, thank you for having us. I thank you guys for accepting the invite. Um, because okay. I don't know about nobody else, like I said. Mm -hmm. I'm never one of those people that just fan out, fan out. It's the homage for me. It's the fact that I was out there, you know, I was born in 79. <laughs> I was out there. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. Probably being fast as hell too, but at the same time, I was one of those people that were blessed with the fat ass, <laughs> yeah. and I was able to go out there and, and rock y'all shit. Natural fat. It's natural fat ass, right? 
natural fat ass. I was out there proud with my Dukes and then my little t-shirts and yeah. Well, I yeah. miss them days. I really miss them days, man. I tell you. You go in the club and you come out the club and your clothes stick to you because you just been in there <laughs> for your life. That, that baby had them lifted up. <laughs> Look, they ain't had a lace for us then, so right, that was right. but that ponytail, the yeah. one with the not natural hair, them they, they had them poofed up. Them, they, paint, they, them paintbrush ponytails and sweated out. <laughs> yes, all that new growth up, puffed up, yeah. and those bone straight ponytails, it's like microwave ponytail, the only thing that left. Hey, yeah. man, let me tell y'all. Welcome to the Climax Zone. I so appreciate the opportunity. Uh, for the month of June and the July, what I'm doing is paying homage. And it's really crazy because I didn't even realize that the world was doing this type of freak me. Hmm. So I love the fact that I'm getting y'all in at the same time. I have dedicated July to ass shaking July. Hmm. Because I'm going to have to follow y'all on Facebook, too, because I would love for y'all. Like I said, every time I do a, another year anniversary, I try to invite all my guests back mm -hmm. to be on the platform. Um, you guys, I, I'm not sure y'all familiar with y'all probably all know each other. July, we got LA Snow, we got 69 Boys, we yeah. got Prince Raheem, we got 12 Gage. Yeah. So, I'm really trying to do the legends and the ass shaking legends because, yeah, I got the, hey, those are brothers in base right there. The bad boys, yes, <laughs> yeah, the bad boys, the base. So, yes, we had crazy hype yesterday, and I told them, him and y'all, y'all are literally set, y'all are finna set, y'all finna start it off. It's yeah. going to be ratchet July. It's going to be ratchet. Okay. <laughs> so what we do on the Climax Zone, I invite people on um, as a spotlight. So I would love for you guys, like I said, like I told um, Daddy Black earlier, they have to be just fresh off Similac to not know who y'all are. But just in case they're out there, I would love for y'all to introduce yourself, tell these people who the hell y'all are. <laughs> yo, what's up? All right, yo. Black. Go ahead, Mel. Okay, yo, I'm I'm Mike Mike, uh, aka Milk Money, aka uh, Milk Nificent. I am one half of the legendary, world famous bad boys of base '95 South. Believe that, baby. Yo, what's up? This your homie, Daddy Black, uh, and I am also part of the duo of the world famous multi platinum bass act '95 South. What's up, baby? Yes. So where are y'all originally from? Duval. And shout out, <laughs> if I didn't say it earlier, shout out to my co-host. We're going to call her TT. TT, what's up, mommy? Hey, how are y'all doing? Wonderful, wonderful. I feel so privileged. Oh my God. Like we grew up, I'm an 80s baby. I cannot believe it. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. I'm honored and I'm privileged to be on the screen with you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, but we from Jacksonville, Florida, born and bred. He said that dude. Believe that. So how did you guys get started? Go ahead, Mike. Well, no, no. I like your version better. I always <laughs> like when you I like the way they said it was like trying to see who was gonna go first. <laughs> but, but, but see, but see, the thing about it is, you know. Being his little, uh, his younger brother, you know, he's the reason why I'm really into the music because my brother Mike, he is really an artist in the true sense. And I always have to say that because, you know, I had to share a room with him at one point, you know, so he was playing an instrument. He was playing, he was great at the trumpet. I mean, he could illustrate, you know, all of it. And so I'm his little brother, so I just want to do what he's doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 
you know, once he was a part of a group called the Shield Deal Boys, which, which is really the foundation of the whole quad, I started dancing for the group. And, you know, so that's how I really got into it. Mike Mike already started the foundation. His, his uh, foundational group, which is the Chill Deal Boys. And, and that was pretty much where it started. Now, do you want to tell your version, Mike? Well, well, my little brother, my little brother, Daddy Black, he was our dancer, and and we took him on a bunch of bunch of shows, and then he just, and then when the when the opportunity came up for us to do a group called Ninety Five South, we was like, you know, um, uh, my friend Jay Ski, um, his little brother, um. He was a dancer for Chill for Chill too. And when it was time for us to do this group, 95 South, who else better to get our little brothers to come in and, and, and collab with us on this uh, uh, on this project. So that's how that's how we got Daddy Black back into it. But I've I've always been been you know into music. Uh, I remember um, our father, uh, he he had a lot of records, a lot of eight track tapes. I could sit and just play everything piece of music and i was just always a music head you know i, I didn't have a plan and b you know uh, my plan b was to make plan a work and and music was my plan a now that's hell of a that's hell of a dedication <laughs> i like this there is no plan b we're gonna make plan a work we're gonna make it do what it do i like that yeah what um what hardships that you guys run into along the way of becoming successful I mean, being a bass artist was a hard step back in those days because people, you know, kind of really didn't. Do we have a, a, a good connection? Because I'm here static. I hear it too, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because uh, both of y'all are muted, or if somebody has a. Is it better? I've got mine um, with the mute, mute removed, so. Cause I can't mute me, so everybody mute and let's try. Okay. Let's try. Everybody. Mike, let me have you mute for a minute. And then, Daddy, I'm gonna have you say something. Say, talk now. Check, check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds better. It's something. Okay. Crackling coming from somewhere. It might just be, yeah, it might just be because everybody mics was unmuted. Got you. But I was I was saying that, you know, just being in the bass genre was a hardship, you know, because, you know, we really didn't get a lot of respect in the industry. You know, uh, bass music was, uh, you know, uh, an invention of Florida, uh, Miami, Florida, to be exact. You know, you had, you know, brothers like Uncle Luke and uh, Magic Mike, uh, Disco in the City Boys, Cl Beatmaster Clady, Raheem, Prince Raheem. Uh, it's, it's just too many to name, but those uh, are the people who really much, pretty much laid the foundation for bass music. But, and also bass music was being sort of created along with the whole hip hop movement. So when you listen to a lot of, you know, some of the bass acts like Brother Marquise, I was uh, watching the podcast and he was saying how he was on tour with Run DMC. And a lot of times those guys from New York, because they figured, you know, hip hop was their invention that we really didn't have a place in it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just kind of weird, you know, and just running into those groups and going into those markets where they really didn't show us no love. But 
the crazy thing about it is we were selling most of the records in those markets. Right. So while they was dissing us on, in public, they were shaking their ass in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it is, but it is what it is. But we just had to, you know, endure those hardships and just continue to do what we love to do. Okay. Do you have anything you want to say on that subject, Mike? No, I mean, you know, how I look at it is when 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 the song Planet Rock came out by African Bambada and all of those songs in that in that little one or two year period, you know, Florida, we kept the tempo. New York slowed it down. We didn't want to slow it down because that's what we did down south, you know, and we kept the tempo. So that's that's where it came from. I mean, you know, half of the half of the songs that came out you know, in the in the mid '80s to late '80s, early '90s, had the Planet Rock beat in them anyway. From you know, from the bass artist, so that was we we. I mean, I, I could rhyme, I could flow. Don't get it twisted. I can I can flow with the best of them, but I live down south, and that was all I wanted to hear, and and all I wanted to do was bass music. So, you know, uh, we decided to you know uh, to go that route. I literally miss that type of music. I tell people, if you pay attention, we was all in shape back then, too. Because that's workout music. Like, that's workout. Yeah. That's cardio for your ass. Right. I, right. I'm riding off when I be cleaning up. I be like, I, mean, I put on the bass. I put on the, I put on anything that's just fast. And I don't knock the new music, but I, as a music, I do music myself. And I just miss that, that form of just Men weren't afraid to goddamn go in there and do that shit. The frat boys, they used to be stepping to it. People come out, they ain't fighting. You just gonna get served real quick. Let me let me serve you on the dance floor. Boom, boom. Now we yes. done. Now you wanna fight. Now you wanna kill. And I just missed that part about it. You know, freak me get a bad name because they was it was half naked at the time. But being an ex stripper myself, I'm gonna tell you, y'all made me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Soldier, but I mean Daytona Beach was a whole different animal, you know what I'm saying? So, and that you know was one of the catalysts for us that really broke our records was going out of Daytona Beach. So Daytona Beach is freak Nick with a beach, and everybody you think they was naked in Atlanta. Oh, Daytona Beach was uh paradise. <laughs> and I've never I've never had a chance to experience the bike week in Daytona. I've heard and seen the pictures and seen the aftermath. But yeah, I would say I've been to Freak Me and even they've been I've been as a dancer, I was in New Orleans and they was pumped. Like it was always y'all music was everywhere. Unless wow. you had, then they, you know, they felt bitter because they ain't had no ass to shake. So of course they was hating because they were <laughs> but if you knew you was stout and you was thinking you had everything to go with these songs, I couldn't I mean I didn't miss the time when I was in the club and that song okay, oh they finna play it. Okay, move y'all. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, my homie CC Lemonhead always said, you know, he's, you know, shout out to CC Lemonhead. That was a producer who did a lot of our music. You know, he's writing a book, and I, I was privileged enough to read like the first 10 pages. And he said in his mind, the bass was for the dudes and the booty was for the women. Because yeah. the dudes are the ones who had the cars with all the bass and the speakers, you know what I'm saying? And, and the, we wanted to be in your cars. Yeah, and right. And the booty was for the women. So when they heard that bass, and just the lyrics of, of kind of giving instruction on what to do. Put your hands on your hip and touch the ground, scrub the ground, you know. So you're telling the girls what to do. That's the booty and the bass was for the dudes. Yep. It made that car sound good when that thing was thumping. 
Then we heard the lyrics. We was like, showtime. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to see, because I tell you, that's always off the dome. I got something for you. What do you say every day to motivate yourself? Um, I pers- personally, I say, well, first of all, you know, to be to be in the game this long and to still um, can make a living off of something we did almost 30 years ago. And I get to hang out with my little brother, you know, and and we just we just talk about we just talk about bullshit when we're on the road. We just, you know, we talk about our next steps and, you know, talk about our family and you talk about our friends, but just to hang out with him, it's a blessing, you know, and, and to be getting money for something that, that we love doing. Right. And it's just, I don't know, you know, just every day I say to myself, you know, um, I just thank the Lord, you know, cause I'm blessed and I'm blessed that we have made timeless music. We made music that's going to always be played, you know, and um, I can't believe our, you know, I can't believe our Roger checks still look like they look almost 30 years. It's like, wow. Get ready for to get an increase. That's what's up. Okay. Me and all my donors, we finna be, I'm telling you guys, that's this ain't up. even no shameless plug. People think I be bullshit. Climax is exactly what it sounds like. I'm Climax. That's what's I'm gonna be playing y'all shit in the back of my OnlyFans. I'm gonna play y'all shit on my little snippet videos. Your shit getting okay. straight over here. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry, but it slipped my mind. I was supposed to send you the new music, but we do got a couple of new songs. But you know what I say every day to motivate me is, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in manifestation. You know what I'm saying? So I wake up in the morning. I say, money flows easily and frequently. Love flows easily and frequently. You know. Uh, uh, prosperity flows easily and frequently. So I just wake up in the morning and I just try to will that to me, you know what I'm saying? Because, and again, the more prosperous I become, the more prosperous my brother's going to become and more, and, and then the more prosperous our family's going to be, you know what I'm saying? So I wake up in the morning and just try to manifest, you know, positive things to me, you know, and make sure that, you know, I just try to, you know, make sure that my, you know, my diet, you know, and what I mean by that, you know, what I take into my body, what I'm listening to, you know, what I'm eating and everything like that is, you know, going to be the best thing for me. So, and, and then it also, like my brother say, man, it's a blessing to just be out there with blood, you know, because ain't nobody going to have your back like blood. Right. You ain't got to right. wonder. You ain't got to right. assume. You already right. know what's in there. Yeah, you're got, right. We got a tight, small circle of people. You know, I feel like, you know, we can trust each other and we just go out there and get that bag. That's what's up. Now, here's a tricky one I got. What's something about you that nobody knows. And we can all, after you ask, after y'all two answer, TC, I'm going to come to your ass too. And I'm going to share it. But yes, for, for my guests, what is something about you guys that nobody would ever know or ever think to imagine? Uh, well, for me, you ain't gotta share. I don't like, no, no. <laughs> I don't like hearing my voice on the radio. Like it just, it just, every time my song comes on, or I see the video, I, it just, it, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I sound good, but two million people, <laughs> millions of people think I sound good, but when I hear my voice, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, it just, it just, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
I can relate to you because that's that's what my answer was gonna be. When I'm when people, even when I play my theme song or play any of my music, I'm like, okay, hurry up and finish. Just hurry up because I feel like everybody looking at me. I want to. What's yours, Daddy Black? And I guess for me, um, people probably might not think that I garden. You know, I have a garden in my front yard. That's what I'm talking about, garden. And I, you know, yeah, I seen that thing the other day when I went over there. Called, called Black. Yeah, it was so much stuff you say you had. You got mint over there. <laughs> Who grows mint? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, blame, like blame, it was dope. I blame my own herbal teas, bro. <laughs> I, got, I, I literally yeah. have my windowsill full of yeah. Full of know, That's it, why I was like, this shout out for the garden. I got yeah. a green thumb myself. I love that. Yeah, I compost, man. I do all of that. You know, I got cucumbers in the yard. I got yes. uh pomegranate, passion fruit, and I'm here in Florida, so. I can grow all of that, uh, all sorts of citrus, okra. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing. See, I'm in California, and I be mm. trying to keep the south here in California. So I got right. my cucumbers and my okra, and all my, right. I want all my, I'm a flavor. Okay. Yeah. I keep telling these California people, okay. go home, but you get no play from me. Like I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. I want the money from Cali, yeah. but I don't want nothing else. I need. To <laughs> you know what, Carlos? What's up? You know, Carlos, you know, and one other thing that that most people don't know, the bigger the crowd, the less nervous I am. Mm -hmm. Like if it's a hundred thousand people out there, remember we did the show in Russia and and I mean just just if it's if it's seventy thousand people, a hundred thousand people out there, I don't get nervous. But if it's two hundred, <laughs> bruh. So the smaller the crowd, right. the more nervous you get. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah, those intimate crowds, man. People are up front, close and personal, so you really have to <laughs> <laughs> like the smaller the crowd, the more they sitting there critiquing. Right. There right. 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 Because if it's a big crowd, I just look at foreheads. I look at everybody's forehead. I, but if it's an intimate crowd, you're like, bro, they right here. <laughs> T.T., what's, what's something that people don't know about you? Um, I would say um, I'll have to agree with I'll have to agree with them, like uh, public speaking. Uh, they say that, you know, uh, speaking in front of the public, that is the one of the most um, difficult thing for like 99%, not only of the U.S., but the world, just speaking, you know, before people. So, you know, I have you know, 22 years marketing sales, television, you know, so, you know, it doesn't matter how experienced. And, and let me tell you something. Steve Harvey said this, uh, you know, I ain't going to say him, but I'm about 98% sure it's him. But he said, if you don't get nervous, if you don't get kind of spooked before you do what you do, then you're too comfortable doing it. So it don't matter how long you've done it. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter how seasoned you are. If you don't have that zest, if you don't have that, if you don't have them jitters, you lost it. So, you know, that's a good yeah. thing. So whether, you know, we feel, you know, the way we do, we spook when we have to go because, you know, I have to speak. I have to do a few things, right? But right. it goes the same way for me. And I, by no means, am a legend. Like, you know, I am being blessed to be on the screen with, so I can only imagine. But mine is public speaking. Don't worry, because I, I don't have jitters right now, but I'm doing cartwheels in my mind, so both of y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I was just telling my son the same thing. You know, they think we old, right? So my son, nineteen, right? So you know, I'm sharing that with him. He looking at me like, "Mama, who?" Well, I'm like, "Man, get out of my way! Just get out of my way! You don't know nothing about this. Get back!" Get back. <laughs> my daughter's fourteen, yep. and I'm one of those parents. I'm not. I'm not a censor parent. 
Because I think if you're sitting right here with me and I play something for you, it's nice to listen. I, that don't mean go out and repeat words that you hear and stuff like that. So on her own time, she's heard the Cardi B wop. She was trying to do the little savage dance. I saw her trying to do the savage. So when I played our genre of music in the car yesterday, she was like, I was like, what you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say because it ain't over here to talk about what Cardi talk about? We can't, we can't. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, Mom, that's your age and it's cool. Yeah. And, 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 but, but you know what? And I think, you know, your daughter got a point because that's our music. You know what I'm saying? And I think generationally, fortunate for us, we've been able to create music that's timeless. And, you know, if she heard it, she would probably know what the record was. But, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, I think I love doing these shows like the Funk Fest and these festivals where people our age are out there enjoying the music because it takes us back to a time. See, they're living in their time and they're enjoying their music now. So when they get our age, they'll be telling their children, oh, you don't go Kodak Black. You don't know about Kodak Black and all that. You know what I'm saying? She knows. I haven't still heard that old school thing about she knows when it's cleanup day. Right. On a Sunday morning, I got that oldest written, or I got that, you know, that David Ruffin bumping. And mm. she like, oh, Lord, I got time to get up and clean up. Yeah. Yes, it's going down. Yeah. Then I switch yes. it to now. Because like I said, in the morning, I'm going to want to wake you up slowly. But then when we get into the heart of it, I'm going to go and throw some bass off. And you're going to see me over there, and I'm jamming while I'm cleaning, looking at you, hoping it's motivating you to go faster so we can get finished. Yeah. So, but right. You see, they don't understand. You know, they don't understand that. You didn't need a gym membership back in the day. You didn't need a gym membership. All you got to do is put on something from the south and just have your own little workout at the house. And you'll probably look better anyway doing it. Speaking of, that's the same reason I got a knee brace today, Mike. Mike. Let me tell y'all something. I'm a BBW. I love everything about me. I'm not I'm not trying to get a buck oh five because it just don't work right. But I was working out and I lost 13 pounds in 12 days. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get me a membership. Went in that bitch, got on the exercise bike, and got a whole torn meniscus as we speak. Mm. When I could have mm. stayed home, <laughs> bouncing around the house, doing what I was doing, and would have never had that issue. And that's why I said I love the money I make in California, but California can count their motherfucking days. Because that was the reason I went to this goddamn gym. Y'all so, <laughs> stick to the old school. Put on some 95 South, some quiet city, and go ahead and shake your ass around your house. I guarantee you, you're going to sweat and you're going to lose. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up, man. You know, and it's just, again, it's just about the energy and just bringing that energy, you know. And um, it's just been amazing. It's been an amazing ride, and I'm definitely fortunate, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. So how does it feel, like, getting into that place where, you know, you're called Unc or, you know, the little the little kids? You know, they like look for me, you know, I'm I'm in the same, I'm sure I'm in the same age, you know, bracket, right? So how do they feel? Cause I know like when they saying, Hey auntie, hey auntie, I'm like, hey, I don't feel like no auntie like that. Like, what's up? No, so how I'm how how, what, how do y'all feel going into the next uh era or the next you know, age, you know, the the you know, you know I'm a granddaddy. Oh wow <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm papa. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what is it? Ooh. Excuse me, Sonny. <laughs> <It's so different. laughs> That's us at 80 year old 
looking for ass. Wow! <laughs> yes. Wow, oh we. Oh my. Uh-uh. Grandfather. Yeah, man. I got our five grandkids. So Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. And I love it. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you know, I get to see myself, you know, oh. you know, through other people, man. And and that's just the next generation, you know. And I, I, it's I, so I amazing. I'm loving life right now. Yeah, yeah. I got six. I got I got oh, six of them. And I God. and I don't know, I don't know how my no, 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 I got seven. I'm sorry, I know. I'm seven, but three of my children. Wait, wait, wait. wait do not wait. Pray, Cause y'all look great. Y'all look yes. amazing. <laughs> I got seven grandbabies from four of my children. Wow. And the thing about it is, three of my children, I don't know how they did this, but them and their spouses had babies the same year around the same two, three month period. So I have three six year old granddaughters and they talk me, they talk me to death every time. And I sit there and I hold <laughs> conversations with them for hours and hours and hours. And and yeah. So I ain't gonna and never have know, no money. If you see me on the side of the road with a sign, just give me a dollar because I ain't never have no money. Not with them. Y'all do not look like no papa. Let they me tell like you, like black papa. don't crack. Black don't crack, let me tell you. They do not look like Popeyes. I know about the kids. Like I said, I, I only have one who's 14 years old, but I do remember those times when I was like, I thought I was trying to get her by saying, you know what? I'm going to let her just get it all out, sister. Mm -hmm. Tell me a story. How was your day? Mm -hmm. And she was about five or six and she was going on. And, on. <laughs> and I was like, DN, no, mama, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> and she was going, I was like, well, I don't, I don't talk myself into something because you don't want something to be quiet. You don't right. want to stop, so I yeah, yeah. This little girl went from telling me a little bedtime story to speaking, learning Spanish words at school, and I was just sitting there looking at her like, "Somebody help me, please." Yes. <laughs> but parenthood is great. I yes. love it. I love being able to see, without implying or putting it on her, I still love to see a mini version of myself. Mm -hmm. And every time we, like yeah. I said, fourteen-year-old shit, when we bump heads. I find myself want to get mad, but I really can't get mad because you're every spitting image of me. Like, I'm petty. You yep. petty as hell. So at one point, I, just, <laughs> I can't really get mad because that's some shit I would say. But I don't want you to do that. <laughs> I cool. Don't do that. Yeah. But I can say I'm, in, I, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying, you know, the journey. You know, I'm growing into the father that I want to be, you know, because the father I am today wasn't the father I was when I was 20, you know. I was a father at a young age, so I started early. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm just constantly trying to grow and evolve, so you know I could just be that example for my family. You know, the and fact I, that you're trying to evolve is the best part. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I hope whoever's yeah. watching, I hope who who's ever in your presence, you know, in life, I hope they learn from you guys. Because mm -hmm. the sad part about it is, we got a lot of young dudes right now, young dudes and young women that don't have that, and they're winging it right now. Mm -hmm. And this is a climate yeah. now, I'm real uncut. It's creating a whole bunch of sorry ass niggas. Mm -hmm. And they need that around them to show them that this is what you should be doing. This is how you should be doing. Yeah. So how do y'all kids appreciate that? Like, you know, your children, the grandchildren, like from the experience. So, you know, you, you guys out there in the industry, you young, you having children yourself, you've seen it all, you've done it all. So when you share and articulate these things to your children and your grandchildren, how do they reciprocate? Because like, you know how the teenager syndrome is in the early, y'all know. 
raising adult kids, they will take you out. I don't yeah. know about y'all. Y'all may be perfect. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, but no, no, no. You know, and, and the thing what? about it is I'm actually estranged from a few of my kids, you know, and I'm not, you know, embarrassed, you know, to say it or anything like that because, again, we real people. And, again, like I was saying earlier, you know, as a father, the, I made a lot of mistakes as a father, you know, so uh, I have to give my kids enough time and latitude to um, – to come through those things and just, you know, heal through a lot of it, you know? So, um, no, it's not a perfect existence. You know, some of my kids appreciate it. Some of them can't stand the fact that their father's famous because again, it may, you know, put them in a position where they feel like they have to do what I did or better, you know? So it's never any pressure, but at the same time, I think, you know, the more I, you know, grow to respect my craft and respect what I do, the more they will. Hmm. What about you, Mike? My kids don't care. They just, you know, my kids don't care. You know, but they now my oldest son, you know, um, he's just as I mean, he's 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 a talented writer and performer, you know. So, um, uh, you know, we chop it up. He, you know, he's written for me, you know, of you know, a few times. He's very talented, but only one grandbaby, my oldest grandson, he's like twelve. And Carlos, the show we did in Jacksonville. For Juneteenth, that was the first time he ever saw me on stage. What? Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. Yeah. That was the first time he ever saw me. Yeah. He was like, he was like, so, uh, so, Granddad, uh, they pay you for that? I was like, yes. He was like, just for singing those songs. I said, like, yes. Then get on out of here. <laughs> take this money. Take this money and get on out of here, boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. I, I was going through some archive videos and I showed my daughter a video of me doing a mic check. And when she saw, she was like, I know you did, but you doing it, doing it. You was on stage. I was like, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, it's just a mic check. But in her eyes, to see me on stage and to see people that was in the crowd interacting with me, thank you. She think I'm a whole celebrity. <laughs> she, she think I'm a whole celebrity out here. So I love it. Yeah. What advice would you guys give to people trying to get in the business? I would say, you know, educate yourself, but mostly don't get it if you ain't got the stomach for it. You know, and mm. I would put yourself in a position that, to where you as self-sufficient as possible because when you are in, in a group or you in an organization where you have to rely on too many people for you to eat, that may not always be a good position to be in. So I would say well, learn the business and do it for yourself. I like that. I like that, Carlos. Um, yeah. My advice is just to um, make timeless music. You know, uh, half of the stuff you hear on the radio now, you're not going to hear 20, 30 years. So, you know, uh, if you can eat today, uh, try to eat off that same music, you know, while you're still making music, try to eat off all your music forever, you know, uh, just just make timeless music. So my last guest I had on her asked him this because I always try to get male artists point of views. Because like I said, I did I, I do I double dabble in vocals and all that stuff there. But I've also ran across guys in my past that I even dated or hung out with that wanted to be rappers and wanted to be musicians and their 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 mind frame was I'm not gonna do nothing else. I wanna I wanna do music. I wanna do music. 
So they didn't have no job. They invested in themselves. They didn't have nothing to back up. They just actually had this image as though they're going to do music and it's going to fall on their lap. How would you advise someone <laughs> about going, going about it? Shouldn't they have a backup plan? Like it's okay to work a nine to five. It's okay to make money to invest in what you're trying to do because it's not going to just fall in your lap all the time. I don't think it's really having of course, a backup. Of course, of course. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. I'm going to say, of course, you know, um, um, a nine to five ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to eat, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, them babies got to be taken care of. So, no, having a nine to five ain't bad. I didn't do it that way. And I suffered for it. And my children suffered for it. I missed a lot of football games. I missed a lot of PTA meetings. I missed a lot of birthdays because I even missed a birth or two because I'm on the road trying to make that money. But but having a nine to five is not a bad thing at at all. Yeah, I advise all young people to learn a trade because uh, having a trade will allow you the flexibility to do what you need to do. I'm a I'm a hairstylist. I'm a cosmetologist by trade. And I started barbering at 12 years old, and by the time I was 15, 16, I was cutting everybody here in the neighborhood, so I was eating already. You know what I'm saying? So I would advise, and but but then it also allowed me to go with on the weekends with my brother and them to dance for shows. Uh, or be able to take off when I needed to go do some promotions and things like that. So if you can get if trade, man, people sleep on trades. I would advise, and this is just my personal opinion. I would advise people to tell their kids we'll get a trade before they go to college. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, that is yes. an absolute beautiful. Get thing. a trade. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something because they're gonna always need carpenters, plumbers, HVAC guys, electricians. They're gonna always need them, and you'll always be able to eat with your hands. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like Carlos, my brother, he's eating with his hands. You know, I, I have a few insurance licenses, you know, I, that I can make some money. Like like when the pandemic came and I had to get back out there in the insurance world, you know, I always kept my insurance license, you know, um, um, active. So, you know, in 2020, when we had to get back that money for them concerts, all them concerts, we had Carlos Ball was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, but but like Carlos said, learn a trade before you go to college because you could always eat with your hands. And that's what if if anything happens, I know Carlos, he loves being a cosmetologist. He loves it. If this music thing stopped, Carlos's lifestyle would still be the same because he makes money. I mean, he owns his own shop. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, get a trade before you send your kids to college. You know, have them get a trade. I just had this conversation because I went on the path of college and I got my associates in graphic design. Mm -hmm. It is still me being a graphic designer. I'm able to own my own business, customizing clothing, flyer, whatever they need graphic wise. But I told somebody, they was like, okay, your daughter, she finna start high school. Are you going, I'm not telling her, I'm not pushing her to go to college. Mm -mm. To be mm -hmm. as transparent as possible. I still got student loans. Mm -hmm. Nobody told me about that. So mm -hmm. my thing is as a parent, why would I convince you to go fuck up your career? Right. And I have to, I'm going to have to, go I got to piggyback off it. I just got to piggyback off it. Mm -hmm. Hello? Can y'all hear? Okay. Yeah. I got to piggyback off that because Toya, you know, but obviously they don't know, but I have been a barbershop owner this year will make 12 years. And the unfortunate thing about this situation is, is I've ate with my hands without ever learning how to cut hair. Now, I would never advise anyone to be as stupid as I was to open a bar. But I will say this, even though 
I have 22 years in marketing and sales and uh, media, radio, print, all that. Okay. But nothing let me eat like walking in that barber and style shop every day. So th that was going to be one of my next questions. I was going to ask, uh, what other ventures and things do you guys um, like to, you know, kind of play around in to make sure that your financial status will always be timeless as much as your your music? Because uh, like they say, a millionaire or whoever, trillion, billion, you, you normally have to have six, six or seven streams of income. And I say I'm a serial entrepreneur. I certainly am. And it's not about me. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys kind of explaining and, you know, sharing and being so empathetic and sharing the fact that, you know, even though you love your craft, you love music, you love, you know, entertainment business, you love being an artist, that it is critical to have a trade. Recently, I got a trucking license. So, my, you know, what I'm saying my husband, my family, truckers or whatever. So it doesn't matter that I own a barber style shop. Listen. I'm a uh, look. I got the license, but I'm gonna be a dispatch teacher. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a dispatch teacher. I don't want to do all You're that. Right. So it's critical You're right. that we do that. It's critical. Right. You well, know, you know, other than you know, other than you know, uh, other than the strip clubs, other than the strip clubs that me and Carlos dance at on the weekend sometimes. Uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, uh, <laughs> where y'all at? Look, where y'all at? Where um, them dollars at? Where them dollars at? <laughs> So other other than that, um, I have a uh, I have a couple of beard product lines that I have. Um, beardmojo.com. I make all natural product for beardmojo.com and also spencerphillipsbrand.com. Uh, so uh, you can check out both of those. Can somebody drop that? If somebody's looking at us right now, y'all can kind of just do a Google search and drop his link. Um, drop that link in there. Yes. 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 Okay. Great. Great. And what was the other one, Mike? Um, uh, uh, SpencerPhillipsBrand.com. Yeah, I be over here trying to work. Hold on. And don't think I'm a stranger when I hit y'all up. I'm not gonna it yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna say after this call, I'm. I know I got uh, Daddy Black. I got your contact, but I'm gonna send you my um, uh, uh, social media stuff. Okay. Because okay. I also like to network with my people. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm not one of those starry eyes. Okay. Oh my God, I'm just here and fan over y'all. Now, when I get off of here, I'm going to shake my ass to y'all something. Like, cause, I mean, <laughs> I sure appreciate it. I sure appreciate it, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm happy. I'm honored. But it's just the fact is, I'm born in the South. So, as a, and as a uh, ex exotic dancer, I have encountered a lot of legends. And I just love them because I feel like I'm an entrepreneur and I be on my shit and I sell 53 goddamn plus product shit. Yeah, and see a masterpiece, you know, he said something one time. He was like, man, you know what? I stopped messing with artists and start selling products. He said, because products don't talk back. Products don't ain't coming in late. Products ain't don't got an attitude. You know what I'm saying? products are just what it is and you, when you sell products you know that's where you really you know can tap in and create different streams of income and and again we're just living in a time where you know multiple streams of income is our only option you're absolutely correct i'm, I'm gonna right. tell you since you're since you're a barber i'm gonna tell you how um what you just said actually changed my life okay mm -hmm. so 
being a serial entrepreneur, I have like a few irons in a fire. So I cannot, you know, dedicate all my time to doing hair. Right. So, you know, I specialize in uh, being a loctician, uh, lock, repl- all this kind of stuff. So anyway, we do know that when we trade time for money, that that's one of those things that we cannot buy back. We can make all the money we want, but we cannot buy. That's the one thing on this green earth that you can never buy. You cannot buy time. And yep. so when you talk about products, uh, and uh, uh, anyway, I have a wellness business. Anyway, so in, long story short, I decided during the pandemic, let me start to put, you know, my products in my shop because that's an online store. I never, you know, the light bulb never came on, on yeah. in my mind. Put them in your shop. Mm-hmm. You got a point so, Yeah, you got a point Yeah. Right. So what happened was, is that, you know, where I charge you X amount of dollars to do your hair and there's three or four products sold while I'm doing hair. That's three or four more people working for me in my absence. That is brilliant. It is critical to sell product because they don't talk back. They don't speak. You're right. You're right. You're right. And remember, remember, you know, you know, and remember, uh, you know, people, especially in y'all field, people will listen to their their hairstylist more than they'll listen to their mama or their wife or their husband. They'll listen to y'all. They'll listen to anything you tell them to do. They'll do it. They come and vent and release that stress. Right. And so and so our, our positions are so important because we're much more than just hairstylists. You know, we make people feel good. We we're there at their most momentous occasions, we're there for weddings, we're there for births, we're there for funerals. I even had a few of my clients pass away and their parents requested I come do the hair at the at the right. funeral. So I, I do those things, you know what I'm saying? So again, we become members of the family and some of their most trusted confidants, and that's why you really have to make sure you and that's why I stress, you know, and I go around and speak to uh, young stylists coming up. You know, I always tell them, you know, make sure you're becoming a better person yourself because see, your clients are going to look to you for answers sometimes, and you got to give them the right answers. You got to give. We're unlike, and we are unlicensed uh, counselors. You better, uh, and I hope you'll agree with me on that. There are times when we're sit when we are behind that chair, and even though I'm servicing you, I'm doing your hair. You're telling me some things that I can never repeat. You're yep. telling me some things that you will never tell your husband or your wife. And I have to be gentle. I have to be kind. I have to be yep. empathetic. Yep. And I have to be, you know, I, ha- I have to keep your your secret. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we have a very, very important position to play in people's lives. And even, you know, you guys out there entertaining. Think about how many people service you. Think yep. about that person that came to dust your back off. Think about that person that came to hand you that white mm-hmm. towel. Think about those are the mm-hmm. they are critical. If you don't have them, you see what happened during this pandemic when yep. you didn't yep. have them. You mm-hmm. see? Yeah. Well, shout out to my loctician. Yep. Straight up. I started my, okay. my lock journey. It's been a year and six months now, so I know she watched my podcast. So shout out to my loctician. And also, mm-hmm. I also want to do. Um, you guys are going to be a part of my for my viewers. I got a two product session that mm-hmm. I share two of my products with them. So one of my products is. Your own customized rolling trays. Don't have to be a rolling tray. Oh, nice. There. Hey. Words right there. This is my personal one I made for myself. I say it's thick like your grandma crystal ashtray. Don't I, use it. Don't choose violence, but I'm saying it's thick. I need one of those. <laughs> so make sure you drop your link. I need one of those. I definitely will. The second one is I make the jar. And I make the homemade candles. I have six for men, women, neutral. This is barbershop. When I tell y'all, me being single, I sniff on this every now and then because it smells like a man coming straight out the barbershop. <laughs> hey, 
I need to order some. I need to order some of them uh, wholesale so I can uh, sell them on my sites. <laughs> I have 25 different scents. And hold on. Let me okay. My little thing right there. They go right there. They go to the website. I'll still send it to you guys. But they go to the website for people watching. So before I get to this segment called The Hot Seat, what do you guys have coming up in the future that you want to share with people? Hold on, hey Mike, go ahead, go ahead and talk. My, I need to run and get my. I thought my phone was charged and it's not. I don't want it to go dead. Let me grab a call. Okay, right okay, okay. okay, all right, all right. Y'all you know can be here as long as y'all want to. You, we're good. <laughs> no, can you please repeat that? Repeat that question because okay. you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Okay, what do you have coming up? What new do you have coming up? What events do you have coming up? What do you want to share with the people? Well, um, I'm, um, um, we have a documentary coming out called Beyond the Base, a 95 South Beyond the Base. So, uh, I look out for that. Uh, we still, we're still on the road. Um, we're doing new music. Um, we got a couple of new songs out now, Ride to My Chevy and After Party. And, uh, we're just in the, you know, studio, you know, uh, doing our thing. But, um, as far as that, uh, we will have that documentary coming out pretty soon, so definitely be checking out for that. Okay. Do you have? Where can we find the new music? At? Is it already released? Yes. Yes, you can find it on uh, Apple Music. Is it still on the ninety five South? Yes. Yep. What's the name of the new song? Riding my, Ride Chevy, my Chevy and, and after, after party. party. Okay, I'm mad because I'm kidding. I was gonna play it. Um, okay. My um, I want to. I'll be trying to say Daddy Black, but I was about to just cut it short and just be like Daddy. And they want me You something else. You something else. And roll out the tongue first. I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But is there anything you want to add to that? What you got coming up? Um. Yeah, you know, uh, I believe Mike talked about the documentary. Uh, we got a couple of uh, situations going on with uh, touring. We got some events coming up with the NFL. So we're just looking forward to uh, this summer and just rocking out. You know, we again, we got studio uh, time booked. So we're just ready to take it to the next level, you know. And again, you know, I think for me, I just want to make sure that, you know, we're cons being consistent and having something new for the fans. We're touring. They love the music. So why not offer them something new? Okay. I'm over here shuffling y'all cards. This is why y'all talking. This is what's up. This is about to get real. CT, you want to ask a question? Because okay. I'm going to get them ready for this hot for this, for this hot seat. <laughs> they don't know about the hot seat, do they? Yep. I'm shuffling. <laughs> I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. I, like I said, I think it's a great honor that you guys are here. Yeah. Cece, you have any questions? Um, I'm sort of inter inter interested in like the beer stuff because you know me. I'm a serial wholesaler. You know what I do. I yes. do what I do. Yes. So they yes, yes. I make everything by hand. Everything is. Everything is all natural. I make everything by hand. So I make I natural the deodorants. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do it all. I, <laughs> beard washes, beard conditioners, 
Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Shout I want to the beer game. Look, I'm so yeah. Shout out to the beer game. <laughs> Get you a beard in your life. You know what I'm saying? That beard is okay. Definitely- <laughs> okay. Y'all ready for these high seat questions? Are you ready? Oh yes. boy, here we go. You're gonna have me sweating in here. <laughs> it's six cards. It's six cards. I'm just saying. We're gonna get y'all answers first, and then TT can share her answer. I have a pass. I can or cannot share my answer, but more, more than likely, I'm gonna participate. That's what's up. So let's see what the first one is. The first one says, Tell me an, an embarrassing story about yourself. Tell you an embarrassing story about what now? About yourself, about you. Tell me one of your embarrassing stories. Yeah, I remember we <laughs> we were just we we're still this oh geez, we were we we're still the Childia boys and we had a show in Texas, in Houston, Texas. I uh, our song called Single was out. It was really big. And I'm on stage and I had like a little pop in goal, right? <laughs> and we did a little turn, we did a little move, and that pop in goal popped out and said, Bling! It ever, it was a big club, and everybody in the club was like, I was so embarrassed. Did he hit somebody? Uh no, no, no. It fell on the it fell on the stage and then you know I did like a little Bobby Brown when he was picking up that cocaine on stage. I hit a little move and went down and whoop, picked it up and put it in my pocket. I was like, I was just so embarrassed. If you know, you know. <laughs> he did the Bobby Brown move. Okay, Daddy Black, what's your what's an embarrassing story about you? And now this was pretty recent, as a matter of fact. It was about three or four years ago. I'm at a concert. I'm swagged out. I'm fresh, looking good. Went to go get some drinks. Walking back with my drinks, I fell. And <laughs> I was so fucking embarrassed because I fell. And everybody was like, ooh. <laughs> and one dude was like, hey, man, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it, man. It happened to me last year, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me his drink because he was like, man, I know you're embarrassed. I had sat there and was just shamed. The rest of the I couldn't even enjoy the concert because I was. My shirt was dirty, drinks was I was sticky. <laughs> then once the shame wore off, my foot started swelling. And I think I fractured my toe, man. That shit was I was just mad, man. But yeah, I, my wife told me I was over swagging. I, I was over swagging. And um, so I <laughs> fell and broke my damn foot. It's crazy, man. Oh my god. What about you, TT? Uh <laughs> he done threw me off so bad with that. <laughs> He was over swagging. I was over swagging. I ain't gonna never over swag no more. <laughs> I can't even give you an answer right now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. real, she was crazy. Well, while she getting her composure, I think mine was my first ever mic check. I was a little too excited to get on the stage. I was nervous and excited at the same time. And somehow I kind of, the stage wasn't that high, so I kind of stepped wrong and fucked up my ankle, but I'm a soldier. 
So I got back up there <laughs> before my song, doing the doing the moves and everything. Like wasn't nothing wrong with my foot. And after the show was over, I had to be rushed to the hospital. They had to literally cut my sneaker off because my whole I had fractured the ankle. Whole thing had swelled up. But I'm 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 loyal. I'm a, I, I'm going I'm going to push through. I'm not going to ever give up. That's what's up. Wow. Can't, Can't give up. Yeah. I had a whole boot put on my foot, man. Yeah. So I don't have an embarrassing one because I'm not an entertainer. So like you, like I have to go out, but I have not had one of those intense moments because y'all, like I'm the first one, not the one that does the show. But I will say this: this may not have anything relevant to do with this. But listen, there was a time when someone sent me a message, right? And so when they sent me this message on Messenger, like I was so blown away, right? So I screenshot the message, right? Because I'm about to send this to somebody else. Like, man, do you see this? I know they fucking lying. How about I send it back to the same person, y'all? The same damn person. Oh, you sent them their own screenshots, so they knew you were going to spit on their ass. Hold on, though. Let me, ask me how I got out of it. Ask me how I got out of it. And when I know it's one day gone making us women look like liars, so we don't Honestly, how did you honestly get out that situation? Okay, honestly, the way I got out of it, I asked, I was like, sis, is this for real? Like, did I see this right? Like, hey, look, if you need if you need any help, if you need any assistance getting out of this, you know what I'm saying? I got you. You know, that's the only way I was at. I had to think quick, y'all. I had to think quick. How do you get out of screenshotting somebody's shit and send them the same shit? How? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to add one more to it because like, she's trying to be modest. The funniest and embarrassing shit that I've never seen her post was when she was scared of a frog that was on the door and she was trying to get in. See, she was, <laughs> she was that shit. When I saw it on my Facebook listen, story, frog, I was like... Listen, them, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not scared of spiders or snakes, but them little sticky frogs... Oh, baby, no. Mm-mm. Bruh. What the frog pretty- gonna do to you, Mike? I don't care. Just be sitting there. It don't do right. nothing. That's the whole point. Get the fuck out the they way. They jump you. on you. It don't. And, and it when they jump on you, they jump like this. <laughs> exactly. And they jump. Y'all like him scared of Kirby. Y'all like him scared of Kirby. I ain't That's scared of a snake. I ain't scared of a snake. I ain't scared of a spider. But a frog? <laughs> one of them little green sticky ones? Yeah. Bro. But y'all yeah. in Florida, and I know y'all have whole fucking gators. They <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we got frogs. We got we got renegade. We got renegade lizards. We got all kinds. We got all kinds. Of <laughs> by going outside, y'all can go outside and grab an iguana. Yeah. Then y'all got a whole goddamn pet, and you still yeah. curling night. Yeah, man. I it's some parts her. of Florida. I'm scared of them too. Yeah, it's some parts of Florida where every standing every uh standard body of water has at least two alligators or crocodiles in it. So it's it's real oh. best. Matter of fact, somebody about I think a month ago, somebody just got uh eaten by alligator. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm like, bad. Stop, touching shit. stop going at the touching shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quit touching shit you know Next question. Let's see. When do you feel it's appropriate to post someone you're dating on social media? Table. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, Ooh. yeah, like, <laughs> like when you start saying, "I," 
when you start saying I love you, then it's okay to follow them on social media. When when it's love there, other than that, quiet. Wait a minute. Do they not get? They don't get no posts. I don't know. This bitch. My phone was like, you mean? I mean, but that also depends on if you're dating exclusively. You know what I'm saying? Because again. Dating could be plural, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could be dating two or three mm -hmm. people, you know, so I'm on a dating scene. So, is it appropriate? I mean, it just depends on the person, I guess. I'm going to stop you there because that's the subject I always want to talk about, too. Mm -hmm. Me, being the type of person I am, I'm single, true enough. But if I date, I don't like to, maybe it's the ADD in me. I can't date, I can't do the multiple dating scene. I got to focus on that one person because I can't keep up with these conversations. Right. Niggas that I'm dating at this time. Right. Dinner. Now when I hit you up, I'm like, yeah. So, like, so last night when we was talking about, and this nigga like, we weren't talking about that. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I rather deal with one person at a time, mm -hmm. opposed to now. I don't believe dating means sleeping with it. Right. Right. And 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 mm -hmm. that's the thing, you know, because just because dating don't mean you sleeping with them, you know what I'm saying? But if you decide to, that's your business. But at right. the end of the day, but at the end of the day, I think it's healthy to date multiple people because again, you have a variety. You you have a you can gauge what you do like, what you don't like, and I just think you know it's it's, it's healthy. Feelings, Daddy Black. Huh? I think if I date multiple people, I'm gonna hurt somebody. Somebody go feelings gonna get hurt. Cause like I said, first of all, I'm making <laughs> the conversation because I got all this other shit that I do on this side. Right. I'm not, unless I literally get a notebook, right. it's a black book, and right now it'll be like, okay, last time. Mm -hmm. Please hammer don't hurt them. Please hammer don't hurt them. Right, but see, that's also a strategy too. Because see, you want you want men to compete for you. So if you let them know that yo, you know, I'm dating a couple other guys, then the niggas gonna step their game up and be like, you know what, I'm gonna try to outdo the next nigga. So you you know you gotta you gotta greater your odds. You know, then I think women sometimes yeah. miss that point. Miss that point. You know, you gotta make you gotta make guys compete for you. You the prize. You know what I'm saying? So you better you, be a Lori Harvey. You better be a Lori Harvey. <laughs> But what if I'm a petty individual? I'm I'm petty. Yeah. I, when if if I get six guys right now that want to talk, I need like car faxes. I need a picture of all six of them by the party. <laughs> you paid it for the world. Oh, she yeah, you paid it for the world. <laughs> Everybody hit that, that right moment, and I don't need your tool to be out of whack. And I let I left you in the running because I ain't know what you was working with, and you ain't no winding. And then when we get that, I'm gonna send you back, and then that's and that's wrong and shallow. And see, and that's right, but see, and that's why you 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 date multiple guys because if you put all your attention into that one guy, and that nigga pull a peanut out his pants, you gonna be mad. You got pass and go collect the two hundred dollars. So therefore, if six guys, see, but if see, but if you had two or three other guys, you know, then you ain't losing. You know what I'm saying? So you. So you, you got a great yard. That's how I keep from sleeping with all of them. I just want right. you to see me what you're working with. So then I can analyze the next round of runner-ups. Right. After I, after I get everybody too right, then I start thinking about your personality. But right. I ain't gonna lie, your tool matters first. You can be petty as hell just like me. Your tool, right? You still may have a chance because petty loves petty. We, we gonna be petty together. That's what's yeah. up. <laughs> so either one of y'all married, like either one of y'all married, and if so, like how do you feel about that part? I, I'm, I'm, I've been married for 18 years. My wife and I've been together for 20, and uh, I think uh, being married is amazing. I, you know, was fortunate enough to, you know, find somebody that really 
was ready to invest in a man and with all his baggage. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I couldn't ask for a better wife. She changed my life. Actually, she she saved my life. So I'm I'm in a good place. That's awesome. So in terms of business, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. What about you, Mike? No, no, I'm 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 not. I'm not anymore. Um I had a nice little chickadee, but you know, um she ain't love me no more. (laughs) (laughs) So when it came down to the business, like when you do business, because personally I'm going to be straight up honest with y'all. When I'm doing business, if you ask me if I'm married, of course I'm going to tell you I'm married. You see it on my social media, whatever, whatever. Um, But I found like the less that I post of me and my husband, the less that I post of our happy life, the less that I post of where we are, what we doing, where we going. I'm going to have to be honest with y'all and tell y'all that my life is a hell of a lot smoother. You know, Mm -hmm. I love my husband. He loved me. But what we do and what we do and how we vibe, when we at home, Facebook don't need to know. TikTok don't need to know. And don't get me wrong. We have some highlights that I would certainly like to share. But I have to understand also that, you know, everybody may not be as happy for me or him as we are. And so, you You're know, right. to kind of, you know, make business go smooth. Because we do know people buy impressions. People buy what they imply you are. So if a mm-hmm. man walks up to me and he think I'm single. Um, he gonna buy my beer or he gonna buy my yoni pops. He gonna buy my toys. He gonna buy mm-hmm. all this shit because he don't know, you know what's You're going right. on. But the moment he see my husband around me, the whole trajectory changes. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. I don't love my husband. I love him. I would never do anything to harm, you know, our marriage. Mm-hmm. But he and I do agree that when we leave people out and when we live like, you know, we don't make a mark on anything. It makes this a hell of a lot smoother. A hell of a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think you have to find that balance because my wife is my business partner, and I we encountered the same things. You know, when I got when I decided to marry my wife, I lost probably three percent of my clientele. Oh, women and see, I, I'm a cosmetologist, so I do all women. So exactly, you know, women got mad. They got mad, man. And even some of my, you know, clients, they'll come. They'll come in and they don't know. That because my wife works right across from me, we have sweets, you know, and we've been we celebrated 18 years in our salon and uh, on the 18th is on the oh, on the 15th, yeah, on the 15th of this month, we've been in our location for 18 years and we are staple in the community. So it's yeah, it's 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 on another level, but definitely, uh, you know, I work with my wife and we just got to find that balance. Like my wife is actually a part of the organization who put on a show here in Jacksonville. And my wife is was the host of the show. When she introduced us, she didn't say, oh, that my husband getting ready to come to say. She said, no, y'all get ready for the world-renowned Multi-Platinum Act 95 South. And so the other lady was like, well, why you ain't say your husband? She was like, I, everybody don't need to know that's my husband. I'm a I can dig it. I can dig it. So my wife has the same mindset. And because, and then it's not about, it's not, it's not about her trying to, you know, just put that out there, you know what I'm saying? But at, at the end of the day, it's about us working together and uh, getting that bag and understanding now, that. Now, I'm going to ask a question because, like I said, being a single person, I run into a different type. I run into different type of people all the time. What is you guys' um, opinion or even advice? I'll take that from my man point of view. Why is it that some men are intimidated by independent women, women that don't have their hand out, women that don't ask for anything, just want you to be a good dude? I think <clears throat> number one, because in, independence means by yourself. 
independent don't mean being in, in concert or, or or cooperating with somebody. Indie means one, independent. Now, if a woman is interdependent, which means, you know, she don't need me for nothing, but she needs me for the man that I am. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, need me for financial, you know, gain or anything like that. I think that a lot of times women, are, when they put on this independent, strong woman thing, <clears throat> they get it twisted because a man still needs to be wanted. A man still needs to feel like, you know, you need him. You know, like I was at the car wash the other day and this lady asked me to help her with her bowl. And so I stopped for a minute and went in and helped her change her light bulb in, in the back of her car. She was like, wow, there's still some good men out there. But you, but do you know how many women wouldn't have asked me for help? Because they're so independent. See, and you know I like, what's that word you use? You said intro? Interdependent. Intro. Now I like that. Because like I said, with me, I go off <clears> every day on my podcast about Bob the Builder ass bitches. I don't support mm -hmm. Bob the Builder bitches that go out here and say, oh, no, I don't need no man. I'm a country girl. I right. need mines. I want mines. I had an experience where I had to change the holes on my dryer mm -hmm. in my apartment, which means <clears> I had to climb <throat> over this bitch and go to the back. I saw my life flash before me because, again, I <laughs> so then I went on Facebook and so I got mad and I told these motherfuckers, I don't want to <laughs> never hear you bitches talk about you don't need no man no more. I almost lost my life. I had a couple of scrapes and bruises from climbing <laughs> a dryer, then climbing behind a dryer in a claustrophobic mm -hmm. state, and then doing this shit by myself. I'm mm -hmm. a daddy's girl, so mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to do this shit. But at the same time, I'm not that chick that I, I don't like when I hear. And I've had friends and people that I know of that uh get in a relationship, meet a nice guy, and then the next day you're like, oh, woe is me. I don't know how I'm gonna pay my rent. Well, I'm gonna know how I don't know how I don't like that because I feel like there's not an obligation when you're dating someone. Mm -hmm. I feel like obligation begins, say, when you move to that next step and y'all are now in the same household. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for the city to say and see how we're gonna split everything down the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't, I don't like females that think a man is supposed to swoop down and upgrade them. Mm -mm. So no. the from being, yeah, like you said, independent and saying, I don't want your help, mm -hmm. but it's people like me where. If you do it, I want it to be done from the kindness of your heart. I don't want to ask you for it. Right, right. And, and, see, and, and, and see, and God bless the child that got his song. When a man see you trying and trying to do that shit, he'll be more apt to help you. And and vice versa. When a, when a, when a, when a woman see a man who's trying to get his shit together, he's putting in that extra effort, he's trying to get it, she'll be more willing to invest that time and, 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 and pour into him. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about, you know, the person. You know, if you, you know, Again, you know, you just have to know when to draw the line, basically. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So and, 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 I gotta and, go ahead. You no, know, and, and when to draw the line, and I really ask yourself, is this person worth again my time? Because again, like you said, you can't buy time back, and you'll look around five, ten years later, and y'all in the same place. That means y'all not progressing. So something got to change. What exactly. Think, what you think, Mike? Hey, I, listen. I don't know. I mean, interdependent. Listen, I love it because it could be a time to where, you know, I'm falling on hard times and I may need you for a month or two to hold it down. So so of course I would I would embrace that. You know, I would embrace that because it's a lot of trips, you know, what I'm saying that we got to take, you know, and if I'm with you and we building. You know, I would love for you to bring something to the table. You know, what I'm saying that could be our traveling money, you know. You know or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Because you know how many hotel rooms, balconies that we got to hunch on, uh, you know, across the world, and that could be our money for that. 
<laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We may not get to all of them, but we gonna damn sure try. Right. Is the gonna be played in the background? <laughs> Is the bass gonna be played in the background with instructions? Yeah, yeah you might have to like, slow it down though. This is the straight You're good to go. <laughs> Here we go. Next question. You're you're giving your significant other oral sex, and you go to kiss them during the middle of it. They turn their head away and tell you to wash your mouth first. How would you feel about that? Ooh. <laughs> I promise y'all. You know call. what? It wasn't me. It was in the car. You club. know what? Okay. So if if my significant other, if I'm having oral sex with her and I come up to kiss her and she turned her head, how would that make me feel? I mean, I've only been constantly eating one coochie for the last 50 years and she do that all the time. So I don't feel no, I don't feel no <laughs> way whatsoever about it. So yeah, she, you know, from the first day, from the first day she's been doing it and it's been yeah, it's it ain't gonna change. It's you feel bad and black because I'm saying I just <laughs> I love the taste of me. I bet you <laughs> I know that's right, baby. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, I've only you know had you know the pleasure of, of being with my wife, so yeah, she gonna let me she gonna let me smack her right in her mouth. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because she know what she working with, and I know what she working with too. That's why I said I think my I think when I finally venture into that relationship, they gonna have to know who the fuck I am. Because if not, yeah. I'm gonna get the hell out of them. I'm like, what you doing down there? Hold up. I don't understand, Daddy Black. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. This is yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reach down there and grab some. But yeah. <laughs> Oh my my that's that that's that Krispy Kreme glaze, boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why you think my beard? You know what, Carlos? I just cut my beard. Look how long it I got. That's why it's so long. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, that good, all that good fertilizer. That's so crazy. Bottle <laughs> it up. Bottle it up. <laughs> Next question: Have you ever faked an orgasm? If so, why? Yes. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Yes. I used to date a chick who had extremely hairy legs, and we broke up because of that, because I just, it was just too much. <laughs> I used to always fake for her. Yeah. Call her. Have I met this brother? Have I met her? Yeah. Very nice lady. I mean, yeah, she's very nice. And she was an amazing person, but she was just amazing for somebody else. It's the way you I know her. who... I liked her, Carlos. I liked her. Behind it and said she was a very nice person. <laughs> like he tried, he tried to lessen the blow. Bitch, your legs. No, 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 no. I know who you talk about. I know you talk about. She was a nice. Yeah, she was nice. Carlos just didn't like her. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, and again, I just you know was trying something different and I and and again nothing wrong with women who got hair on their legs I ain't saying that but for me it was just a little excessive and I just it was like yeah let me go ahead and just do this so I can get up and go where I really want to go I'm going to throw a trick question in here after after I hear Mike's version because you just brought up another, a great controversial question for me to throw out there what's your answer Mike 
have you faked the orgasm and why? Yes, I did. I did because <laughs> I had another bitch and I and and I had to go see her afterwards. So I, I faked it and got on up out of there. He was tired, he was tired so he had to make it. <laughs> Now, yes, yes, and I had to go see her. My answer, of course, is yes. I mean, I'm a female. We hurry up. I've, I've done it. But my controversial question, based on what Daddy Black said, I'm gonna ask this question for you and my zoomers that's tuning in. Here it is for all the men in the world, ball or Harry? Ball, ball. Why y'all like ball coochie? Ball ball and sometimes with a little stubble. Oh yeah, that stubble boy. Yeah. Yeah, that stubble be on another level. Yeah. Not a nice house, y'all. Yeah, that stubble be riding. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Where it go? I even like a, I even like a little mohawk. That little mohawk be busting too. Hey, hey, yeah. Booty. They want it bob for y'all. <laughs> so your significant other cheats. How could they earn your trust back? She got to buy me a pickup truck. Brand new. <laughs> That's it, my Brand thing. banging new. That's the truck. Brand all the, all the bells and whistles. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Daddy Black? I mean... Wi-Fi and everything. And the Wi-Fi. That's what's up. Yeah, I got to have that Wi-Fi package in the truck. I guess for me... I guess for me, it'll just... I guess if you just tell the truth, I mean, I mean, if she cheating and she get caught, if she lie about it, that's what I would leave her for. Not the actual cheating. The lying is what I would be mm. pissed off about. Because again, once per a person lies to you, you know, it's, it's the trust thing is gone. You know what I'm saying? So it just all depends on what her reaction would be if she got caught cheating. Here's another opportunity for me to help you ladies out there. Don't cheat. Just order the rolls. <laughs> okay. Mm. Don't cheat. Right. Get your rolls. I got Listen, old girl, <clears throat> old girl broke with me the other day because she had it charging from the charge on the floor and I tripped over and I kind of kicked it across the bathroom. Mm -hmm. She got mad and broke up with me. I, like, you should put her <laughs> up on something to charge. Don't. What don't is it? Charge? If I kicked it. Was you got the, the one charge? that charged. Yeah. Was it the charge? If you broke that charge for the rose, yeah, you 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 get that. No, no, I didn't break the charger, but I it was on the floor. I didn't see it. It was charging, sitting on something right on the floor. And I kicked it across the bathroom, and she got mm -hmm. mad. Yeah, we need you to look because when the charge, I got rose corn. He stayed by the. He stayed on the nightstand. But wow. So what is it? So so what is it? it's like a it's like a vibrator or something like that? Yes. So they got the regular one, no knocking to it. You know, that's the handmade one. That's cute. That's that's version one. Then you got the one with the rose petal that actually you insert it. So now you got this function on you. Now you got that rose mm. that you insert. And both of them got 10 different speeds. 
Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to order one of them, too. You sell those, too? Yeah. And yeah, I'm going have to order me a whole package. <laughs> it actually got the little ping. Now, I'm going to yeah. tell y'all this, because I, I always tell everybody a, a story about it. <laughs> the first one, I first got it. I tried it. Let me tell y'all something. I was like, I don't even know where this go. Like, I don't know what it do. I just, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it sucked in on that thing, and I was grabbing all kinds of pearls. And afterwards, I sat up in the bed, and a single tear came out this eye. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you win. You get to stay. You get to stay. But what happened is, I got no single and celibate, and I ain't getting no action. In the middle of me getting ready that second round, it went dead, and I got mad. So I had to on the charge at the same time. So I could always have. Yeah, I'm um, serious. Yes. And I go, I start out. Mm -hmm. And for my people, I started 10 speed. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a survivor. I Lord have mercy. I was oh, going to start yeah. at 10 and try to work it down if 10 was too much. But I'm going to do the 10 right now so we good. I'm scared. With the, woman, <laughs> with the one with the rose petal, out of all three of them, I have to say, this is my one. This is the one I call rose corn. That's what's up. Because, because <laughs> your girl ain't getting no inspiration acting over here, that rose petal acts as almost like a yoni. It keeps it tight, keeps it right, and it's harder to put that bitch back in every time. <laughs> <laughs> For me, this is the best one. It stays charged longer. This rose corn is my man. I stand behind him. He stay right there by my pillow. I charge him. He stay charged about a good month. And he got that bite. You know, we got and he don't talk back, and he don't talk back, and he listens. No, no, yeah, right. Because when I when the first time I tried that, when he hit so hard, I snatched him out and threw Lord him. Lord. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And now, ever since then, he'd be right up under my pillow because I'd be head asleep and I'd be reaching blindly and be like, Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I'd be sitting here on my podcast. <laughs> Still daylight, but as soon as it kind of dim, I'm like, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> it's dark outside. <laughs> Lord, let your will be done. <laughs> <laughs> you got a man that be on the road, you know, he don't be there. Get you, get you, you can't name him Rose Corn because that's my man, but get you a rose, and that's gonna be your partner. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not expecting a man. Blessed are the meek, but they shall inherit the earth. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting a man. A man doesn't have to, doesn't have to perform like him because that's that, I wouldn't even put that challenge up like that. Right. But you gotta make me skirt like you. <laughs> like you Lord gotta mercy. You gotta bring that tool. I mean, mm -hmm. tool. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to. Do you ship? Yes, I ship everywhere. Okay, that's what's up. So I'm gonna have to get you to put me a package together. Yeah, I'm going to see you all my stuff. Like I said, I even do the customized shirts. If y'all ever have shows or want to do shows or whatever. What I feel like I have that other people don't have, I have the um, the color changing heat activated shit. Mm -hmm. It's on a white shirt. It may say 95 South and whatever color you want it in. But as soon as you get on that show and you get the moving around and that body heat hit, the whole image going to disappear. But when you cool Dang. off, it's going to come back. That's dope. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be, I'm going to get you to make up some stuff. Definitely. Um, this is the last question. If you could, oh shit! I need this will let y'all know. I don't even read the questions. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read this. <laughs> if you could ask me one question that I have to answer, what would you ask and why? Y'all don't have to participate in this question. This is the first time 
the podcast almost had. If y'all don't want to participate in this question, y'all don't. <laughs> Mm. But yeah, if you had one question, ask me. What would you ask me? Um. Hmm. I've been nice though. Let's let's remember that. Hmm. <laughs> See, I've been GT. Hmm. Don't go too, too far. <laughs> do, your kids, do your kids watch your show? <laughs> you know what? You know what? My daughter is always in her room, but we actually had a conversation because she was like, "Mom." I think I'm I'm at the age now I want to be a guest on your podcast. And I was like, you could. Okay. She was like, well, how old do I have to be? Because I be hearing you talk about adult inappropriate stuff. I was like, listen, when I say I'm going to do a podcast with you, it'll be a whole different level. I said, I talk about adult <laughs> shit. I'm, talking to adults. Well, I'm, I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to ask that. I might be a little inappropriate. So I, I ain't going to do but that. You know, this is a climax zone. There's no inappropriate question. Okay. Have you ever been with two guys at the same time? Yes. Um. <laughs> I don't care. I, I was a whole stripper. Look, I still got. I be doing shit. But um, I'm what about two? Ra- what about two rappers? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you the whole incident. So <laughs> if they hear this, if they still alive out there and they hear this, I want to know whether. Oh, 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 oh wow! I was probably in my between in my early twenties in Atlanta. It ain't outcast. It ain't outcast. But it's their background dancers. Whoever the fuck they background dancers is. We got a VHS out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Young, and don't y'all get it, don't get it twisted because I'm climax. So coins were made. But at the same time, we got mm-hmm. a VHS. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of action, a lot of body, and it was yeah, just- yeah. You know, sometimes them sessions get like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think I got a tape floating out there around there too. But, but I also say this, Daddy Black. What's up? And I ain't going, I ain't going to reveal this person like that. There is an R&B artist out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say too. There's an R&B artist and I'm gonna say New Orleans rapper. That were two flops. There's an mm-hmm. R&B artist out there right now singing high notes, and I understand why you sing high notes. Oh, look at here. I'm done. There's, mm, there's mm, a New Orleans rapper mm, right mm, there. Mm. with your shit, but you should not be. And that's what I said about that. Yeah. Who else might ask me a question? This is what I told y'all to get, to get real. TT, you mm-hmm. taking questions? <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. Look, look. Hey, it's it's all tonight. See, Mike, Mike. Listen, I was at a family barbecue. Okay. <laughs> Mike, what you eating? Right. It looks good, don't it? No, no. It sounds good. The baked chicken, some yellow rice, some little vegetables. You know what I'm talking about? I knew it. Yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna go cook as soon as I get out of Yeah, I fried some fish earlier. And that's what I'm mm. gonna do. I still you get it from me right now. That's why I'm not live. And I went and bought it. It was good. Okay. Too. Mm. Okay. We got our, our older brother. Our older brother, he be fishing. Like the fish be talking to him. Like they he know when they biting. He got he like the master fisher. And <laughs> he was like, I called him earlier today and he was out there catching fish. When you say you fried some fish, I thought you got them from Vince. No. Nah. 
I had a party and told him, I said, yeah, Vince, uh, you going to bring some fish for me? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go catch it in the morning. I said, how you know you going to come with fish? That motherfucker came back with 50 trout. Wow. <laughs> Every single last one of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, he 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 know he read the water. He know when the moon's setting right. He know when the tides coming and going. Hey, he know he can measure you. the pressure in the water. All that shit. See, I love that's the country part of me. I love fishing here in California. It's this place where we can go fishing. But see, me being from the south, I'm used to catching the catfish, the bass, the you know the the right. crab. Right. There's nothing but trout in this water. No, I mean I ain't got nothing against trout, but I don't want that. So I have to go to the actual market fish market to get my catfish. To get that fresh water, to get that fresh water fish, right? I want yeah. that good fish. I don't yeah. want trout. I don't want to bake fish. I don't want to do. I want some good fried catfish. Yeah. And get it popping. So I've good. held you guys hostage, and I really, really, really appreciate y'all being here. But before we wrap up, I want to ask you guys: Is there anything you want to shout out? Any people you want to shout out? Yeah, I want to shout out the whole 95 South crew, the whole Quad City family, Quad City DJs, 69 Boys, this and that, 24K, DJ Nisi D, uh, DJ Sugar D, Slow Money 69, everybody. Definitely shout out to my brother, you know, Mike, Mike. Shout out to you ladies. And just be looking for the documentary and the new music. And I got to email you the new music. So, uh, Matter of fact, as soon as I get off the phone, should I email? I'm, you know, I apologize for not sending it to you earlier, but it slipped my mind. This won't be your last time on the comment, we, We're friends, and you don't even know it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna family. give a shout out to, I'm gonna give a shout out to both of y'all. Thank y'all for having us. I just want to give a shout out to all our fans out there. We really, really, really appreciate y'all and everything. Carlos, I want to give a shout out to you, brother. I love you. Um, I remember Mama brought you home from the hospital. I was like, damn, another one. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but you were like Rico. You were like Rico. I mm. liked you. Mm. Me and Rico, we butt heads, you know what I'm saying? But but I love you. I'll tell your wife I said hi. I'll see y'all soon, man. And 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 once again, just thank y'all for having us on here. Well, while I got y'all on here, y'all gonna tell the world, they y'all gonna tell me because I got my phone right here. Where can we find you on social media? On Instagram, you can find us at the Real Ninety Five South. Okay. And Twitter, and, uh, and, uh, and Mike Mike Ninety Five South. Yeah. Let me go on here real quick. And Mike Mike Ninety Five South for me. And Twitter is uh, Daddy B O K Ninety Five South. And mine is Mike Mike Ninety Five South once again. I think I just did yours, Mike, when you said. <clears throat> The real 95 South. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm actually having yeah. somebody set us up a new Facebook page. Our last page got hacked. Somebody in Russia hacked that bitch, and is it was all messed up. And they kicked me off of Facebook for some reason or another. I don't know what happened, but I got to get uh, somebody else to get in charge of my uh, my Facebook. So that'll be up soon. I'll be working on that this week. I was trying to be grown today and break the internet, and they gave me a violation. So. Yeah. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be good now because that was my first warning ever. <laughs> so before we get disconnected, I just certainly enjoyed, you know, chatting with you guys. I grew up on your music. I totally respect it. It's such a pleasure. Uh, and an honor to be on the screen with y'all. You just seem like you know how they say the girl next door, y'all like the dudes next door, right? That's and so 
You look great. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, you. I certainly love to connect with you guys. Uh, keep pushing, Toya. Thank you so much for having me on here. And I'm not finna hang up or anything, but just before we get off, I just wanted to let y'all know we had a good time tonight. We vibe. I certainly uh, enjoyed you guys this evening. That's what's up. Please have us back. I was like, yeah, that can't even go nowhere. I thought hit the play on stage. Yeah, we ain't doing that. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hit him with the I gotta hit him with the theme song before we go. I got this is like a legendary opportunity. So uh they gonna ride out with us to this theme song. Yeah, you know what that is. It's your girl, Miss Clap. Yes, boy. The best podcast out there. Spin up all platforms. Put your body world. Welcome to the climax zone. 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 Okay, y'all, you I will let it ride out. I told you how I feel about people just sitting there listening to my music. So therefore, with that said. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for coming on. And don't forget that you always got a place here at the Climax Zone. So anytime you got events coming up, anytime you got stuff, I'm not like everybody else. It didn't even got to be no exclusive. I accept, I accept the exclusive. But you can just come by and kick the shit with me anytime you're available, anytime you want to come. Through. What part of California are you in? I'm in Thank Apple you. Valley, California, the high desert. The high desert? What, what, how far is it out of L.A.? I'm about an hour and thirty minutes from LA, two hours and thirty minutes from Vegas. I go to both of them. So you um so you between LA okay. and Vegas or you between LA and San Diego? No, I'm between LA and Vegas. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm in LA all the time. So I'll definitely come out there. Uh when I get out there, I'll definitely look you up. My wife and I will come and chang out with you. Definitely. Look, hey, go eat. I can cook. Whatever y'all want to do, let's kick it. We family. Right. Like, okay. The climax on your family. My Mike, where you be at? Because you okay. got you got the work from pants too now. Okay, well, I may be out there filming a little something, something. Um, I uh, can't let y'all know what it is uh just yet, but I may be out there filming. Um, Dane told me where we're filming at yet. So uh I leave next week and um uh I ask producers uh where we're gonna be filming at today. Well, you may know once you get to the airport. So these are the clothes you need to bring. I said, okay, so so LA may be one of the places. So if it is, I'll let you know. Yeah, get my contact to your brother. Let's stay in touch. And like I said, if y'all need anything, I'm going to send you the information. Let it black you <coughs> him and whatever you need, customization, whatever. When y'all need some good vocals, y'all let me know too. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank y'all so much for joining us. All right. Me. Thank you so much. Thank One you love. so much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. TT, you make sure you stay behind, boo. Oh, she left too. <laughs> All right then. What's up? Guess what, guys? We had a good show, didn't we? Oh, we had them boys 95 South in this thing. If you miss tonight, you crazy. I'm telling you, don't miss no more because them heavy hitters is coming through. We got legends, baby. <laughs>